You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show, Canada's most listened to spiritual talk back program. Join us next, John Tesh. broadcaster, recording artist, John Tesh, is an incredibly gifted and successful musician, world traveler, prolific composer, and past television sports commentator for the Olympic Games on NBC. You remember that? He is the former co-host of Entertainment Tonight and currently produces and hosts music and intelligence for your life, heard each day, get this folks, by almost 8 million listeners on over 350 stations. Back again on the Drew Marshall Show, the one and only John Tesh. Good to have you again, John. Thank you. I tell you, you know, the last time you were on our show, I was a little remiss in doing my uh, my research with you. I had no idea that you once wielded a, a, a Klingon pain stick. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's not something that we put on my bio. <laughs> uh, I, I was, a, you know, I'm a big science fiction fan. I was a big uh, Star Trek fan, and I used to work out in this gym when I worked in Entertainment Tonight, where the producer of Star Trek: The Next Generation hung out too. And I used to hound this guy and say, "Hey, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show," you know. And so he said, "I think I have something for you." And of course, in my mind, it was I was going to be the captain's assistant or something. Of course. When I showed up, I said, "Yeah, show up for make it at 4 a.m." I should have that should have been my first early warning sign. Uh, <laughs> And so three hours later, I had a horseshoe crab on my forehead and looked just like a Klingon. And I was indeed a Klingon. It's been over ten years since PBS was uh, licking their chops at the success of your Live at Red Rocks concert. And now you're uh, you're back again with another tremendous success, a live music and dance, which, as I understand it, uh, Snoop Teshi Tesh was one of the influences behind <laughs> this latest project of yours. Uh, yeah, there is a T-shirt. Um, it, it, it came from some guy, an illustrator, who was doing a magazine article, and and uh, and you, sh- you have to see this thing. Cause it's somewhere online. Um, you know, I, I have a uh, 13-year-old daughter, and and she's uh, very much into hip hop, dance, and ballet, as, as I know kids are all around the country. And uh, I so I drop her off every every day, you know, doing that. She dances 12 hours a week along with all of her friends. And I'm just so excited that she's not in the mall hanging out or, or wrapped around a MySpace <laughs> account, you know. So uh, I watch these kids, and I'm like, oh my gosh, look, it's amazing these kids, the, the passion that they have for life. I wish that my parents had encouraged me that, you know, that way. And so I said, you know, I, I want to take my piano and my favorite gospel choir and my orchestra and and let's invite these kids and their teachers to put together uh, a special. And, and that's that's what we call it. The, the, the title comes from St. Arrhenius, who once said, the joy of God is man fully alive, which is what we preach a lot in our in our concerts, you know, to, to find that deepest desire of your heart, your heart, that thing that makes you come alive. Well, I mean, I, I've got the CD, I've got the DVD, I've got your book. There's, there's so much happening right now. But when I listen... Listen to the audio CD, John. It was begging me to go back to the to the visual component because you have somehow been able to magically intertwine these two, almost in a way that they they can't be separated. You've got hip hop bands, you've got the orchestra, the choir, ballet, break dance. I mean, you've got everything going at once. 
Yeah, I have bad dreams at night. Basically, <laughs> is what is what happens. Um, you know, I I love if 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 you trace my thank you, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, if you trace my background, uh, first of all, I got a hundred on the ADD test, um, and everything is interesting to me. But I I really started composing music for pictures for uh, for uh, the Tour de France bike race for six years. Uh, you know, trapped in a van for 24 days in the heat of the summer, and you know, different finish line every uh, every day for 24 straight days uh, around the hexagon of France, and writing music for guys riding bikes straight up a mountain or straight down a hill at 90 miles an hour, falling down, and uh, and being forced to be just very bombastic and dramatic, and and that's it sort of stuck with me, you know, and and so I, I love writing those big things, and you started this segment with a thing called Joyful, which is just these big, giant orchestra hits and dancers pretending to be in, in slow motion. And, and just thinking that these kids are 13 years old, they've never really been on stage before, and just watching what little you know, tweens and teenagers can do when you, when you ask them to be passionate about their lives. Was there a favorite, uh, you know, you know this question, I mean, it comes all the time, but I think because you're so intertwined and passionate about what you do and the creative genius that comes out of you, from my point of view, it seems to be God-inspired. Is there is there one particular track that you resonated with the most? Uh, yeah, probably probably joyful. That track that you that, that you play. Okay. You know, of course, the melody from 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 Beethoven. But the idea, and I, and I'm one of those guys who I, I like to. You know, take my my sharpie and and much to my wife's chagrin, you know, uh, go to my bathroom mirror and write down what I want to do in the next in the next year. And and for this, it was I wrote down the word alive. Um, I, I wrote down that that uh, that quote from Saint Irenaeus, and uh, and then I wrote down a list of this of the types of songs that I wanted to write to write. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, I want I want I want I want gospel, uh, piano, gospel music, orchestra ballet and hip-hop you know and my wife walks in and sees this and she goes what is, what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> and even and i was on conan o'brien a couple of weeks ago and he goes tashi tashi hip-hop why tashi <laughs> and it's and, and it's because you know we you really like to reduce people to something you can you know a little box you can put them in you know hip-hop dancing is can be honoring to god and and when you see this special i know you have especially when you see something like shackles or awesome god it's like Holy moly! This is holy moly. This is um, this, this is uh, this works. You know, it's like we're, we're we're singing praise to God, and these kids are are dancing, and there's a lot of references in the Bible to uh, you know uh, to David, for example, dancing. You know? Did Prima get involved in, in any of this? I mean, I know Gib did, but what about Prima? I mean, she was sort of the initial. Uh, you know, she kind of plugged into into her culture. Yeah, and she's she's one of the ballerinas. Part of our, what we do in our families, we don't we don't like to draw attention to the 13 year old because it's just not. It's not cool, um, uh, but it's uh, she's the tallest ballerina there, okay. and she also dances uh, dances hip hop. But um, I, you know, the, the funny thing for me is that I'm six six two twenty and and uh, size fifteen feet, and uh, and there's a reason why I turned down the Dancing with the Stars because yes. it really would look like Lurch, no, know, yeah, on, on yeah. fire or something, uh, or so, like or oh, like Penn and Teller. Which one is the guy that's on there? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah, Penn Gillette. And and when I saw him, I'm like, because he's like. But he's bigger than I am. He's a monster. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, I can do this. Uh, but but uh, my my daughter's friends think I'm cool because really? they because I'm the guy who plays piano and I'm the guy that puts them in the show and everything. But to my daughter, I'm just a dork and don't you know don't dad do not go. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't don't do that. Don't wave your arms. Don't make it. Don't make your gang sign. Don't do any of that. Stuff. I know. I know. I've got a 15 year old daughter, and the same thing. I was driving her and her friends somewhere, and they were being all you know cool and and had the vernacular going and the slang, and they had the the tunes pumping, and I just turned down the tunes. And I looked back and I said, word. Oh yeah, that's and, awesome. Yeah, that's and, awesome. and that that went over not real well. Let me tell yeah. you, that was. Well, you have good. to, and you have to really result to blackmail and threatening threats because when I used to well, last year, I was able to walk my daughter into school. You know, oh wow! And, and yeah, it was it was, it was cool, you know in seventh grade, <laughs> uh, and uh, she said, "Dad, I'm not I'm not holding your hand." I said, "If you don't hold my hand while we walk into school, I will skip." And and she I've done that said, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so skipping you threat. To, yeah, you don't, don't. And and they, when they try this thing where it's like, my daughter knows the longest vocabulary word in the dictionary, which is, oh! yeah, <laughs> you know that 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 thing. And I th- I think secretly they want you involved in their lives. Yeah, you know, but yeah. They, they they've got to go through the, the motions. The one the one threat I did follow through on with my son was when I dropped him off at school. I, I mean, he was being cheeky that day, and I gave him the threat, and he didn't think I'd do it. Well, I, we pulled in, and everybody was out front. And I had the windows down, and I had pumping on the stereo. Thank God I'm a country boy by John Denver. Oh, that's that's rude. Yeah, that didn't. That's hard. But you and Gib, uh, you guys are are pretty tight. Yeah, we're probably as Gib is my fr- best friend. For people who don't know what we're talking about, he's uh, he's 26. He's my stepson. He's been living with us since he was nine. Just got married. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, actually, it's been two years now. Wow. Um, I guess that's not just. Yeah, and he's uh, he 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 takes care of our website and does a lot of our stuff in the live shows. He does a lot. He did a lot of the editing on on live. He's just one of those Renaissance kids who he graduated with a degree in theoretical mathematics and and wants to be an actor. You know, yeah. that guy, and he can run, run Final Cut and, and Pro Tools. And so, but the, the coolest thing about Gib is that Gib is a, is a wild-at-heart kid. Uh, you know, I, I was born into the church uh, as a kid, to the Methodist church, and I just sort of went crazy when I got out because I didn't have any relationship at all with God. And I, I was just sort of, I did what everybody told me to do. Hmm. So I went nuts in college and then you know, traveled the world uh, covering sports and news and all that. And I met my wife 17 years ago, 17 years ago uh, next week, wow. and, uh, and met Gib. And, and she really put me on the path to, to being a, a, more, a more godly man. And and then Gib and I sort of did that together at, at his camp and at Promise Keepers and all the rest of it. So we're we're real accountability partners. And he's the only guy who feels comfortable telling me I'm very loud and large, you know, and, and just talk really fast. And he's the only one that, that's really comfortable saying, you know what? Hey, he calls me Dada. He says, Dada, you need to just like back off here, you know. And and it's great to have somebody like yeah. that in your life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, because and now, and now we've transitioned where I'm not you know, I'm not going to discipline this kid because he would kill me, <laughs> no. you know. But 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 uh, but uh, you know we're the same. We're just about the same height, same size. We sound like each other, no. you know. And so he's the kid that can he can tell me, hey, back off. This is not the way you want to do it. I'm looking at my co-host here, and he's looking at me going, yeah, it's the same deal with my life. Our, our son Josh is 19. He's six five. I'm six four. Same size. Same jokes. He steals all my material. He's currently living in Australia. He moved away about uh, four months ago. Just about yeah. gutted me at the airport. Let me tell you, that was a yeah tough day. But anyway, yeah. l- listen. Do you have many deep spiritual chats with your sister these days? Because I I know sometimes we find it the most difficult to talk openly with our family members about spiritual stuff. And the last time you told me that she was into Buddhism. 
Yeah. Is that a good uh, relationship? Are you talking to her much about the spiritual yeah. things? Or yeah, we 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 are. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. Uh, thanks for bringing this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> you know, I could I could pay two hundred dollars an hour and get this kind of help. Um, yeah, you know, Mary Ellen and Bonnie are are two different people. My Bonnie's eleven years old. Than I am. Mary Ellen is nine years older than I am. What what Mary Ellen has discovered since you and I uh, talked is service. She's been to Africa three times. Huh. Um, she's just she's uh, she retired from the the court system and has really uh has really started serving uh, others and i and it, it's interesting because this is i'm very proud of her and, and this is this is really where where we live when we go out and do a concert uh, about 10 songs in we start talking about where you know people are like you know what's different about these guys? you were wondering what's different about us we've learned that we need to live outside ourselves and so we start talking about some of the service things that we do and we play a song called rescue and we really challenge the audience you know and say you know between this day and the next you will give your life to something the decision on what that is will end up shaping your destiny so we we don't actually preach the gospel on stage we do we do some you know, some gospel tunes but we try to lead people to service, knowing that that the message is going to come in behind that naturally. Oh, exactly. When you are teaching people that it's not about them, I mean right. that, that's as Christ-like as it gets in many yeah. ways. Yeah, and 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 a lot of what we say too is we come in with the with the scientific stuff. We're like, you know, people who serve, people who volunteer between two and five hours a week, end up lowering their blood pressure, their longevity levels go up, they live an average of four years longer, mm-hmm. they draw great people to them. You know, they even some of them even have higher salaries. You know, <laughs> so it's, I mean, there is this, this Duke University study that that came out about about service and how powerful volunteerism is. And, and and when you hit people with that, where it's like, this is not me. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I'm not coming down on you here. What I'm doing is. I'm giving you intelligence for your life, basically, so you can make the decision yourself. John Tesh, uh, author of Intelligence for Your Life, a great book I have here in front of me, and of course available everywhere. I mean, where does your drive and self-discipline come from? You, I, I get tired just talking to you because uh, I know that you get up brutally early. You start the whole jump roping thing, and then you probably drive somewhere with your iPod and listening to some great book. <laughs> right? Is that your daily routine? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And usually, I listen to the book while I'm while I'm boxing. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I just I I spent a lot of my life in in New York City, um, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, dancing at Studio Fifty Four, and being really full of myself as a as the anchor of the local newscast, um, who women wanted to talk to, you know. And and I got burned down badly when I met my wife, um, and she just basically, without even saying this scripture, said to me with, a, with a, that, that Italian malukia, which is the evil eye, you know, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You know, and, and I, was, I was there. I was just soulless. And, and, and ever since then, and, and, and that happened at about the same time Dr. Tony Evans at a Promise Keepers started screaming at 80,000 of us men in the L.A. Coliseum, you know, you guys are closet Christians, you've got CIA for God, what's up with that, you know? And, <laughs> and so I, I became this voracious reader, reading uh, Roaring Lambs by Bob uh, Briner, uh, you know, of course, uh, all the John Eldridge stuff, um, you know, Gib and I have done intervention with, uh, with, his, with his uncle in a, in, a, in a crack den with, you know, while watching Gladiator and Braveheart at the same time. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like I wasted, you know, 40, 40 years of my not wasted, but I, I went into neutral, into a hedonistic neutral for 40 years of my life. And, and so right now, the person you're talking to is like, uh, hurry up before I die, you know, <laughs> one of those things. You know? Well, how have your 50s been going now that you're halfway through them? Everything hurts. How old are you? Well, I'm not 50. I'm in the okay. 40 oh, wow. zone. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I got like I have a uh, uh, I have an ankle brace on. It's, there's something going on with my knee today. I've got an undisclosed itch under my left armpit that I can't figure out. And I mean, it's right. just wow. yeah. There's like a it's maybe too much information, <laughs> but there's it, it, you know it's it's just really everything hurts. And 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 the other the other thing is is that I work out twice as hard now as I did in high school. And and I and I I just don't like to. I got the laser surgery in my eyes, yeah. which was a real, a real big mistake. Because now I get out of the shower, and I'm like, well, what the heck happened? I'm like, I'm like, a, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm an old guy. <laughs> you can't even spell viscosity, let alone it's wear it. You terrible, know? you know. Yeah. And I kind of like to have to hold the. My arms are fortunately are long, so I can hold the paper out, but. <laughs> Hey, I'm on fire for God. I just look like heck. You know? oh, man. I was uh, talking to someone just last night, actually. They flew in from Australia, and we were talking about one day you look in the mirror, and there's nothing there. And the very next day, there's an ear hair about two inches long. And you kind of say to yourself, where did that come from? Oh, and I know. And the Brookstone guys, they make all kinds of stuff for me. You know, that's like the, <laughs> the nail special clipper, the ear get the hair out thing, the ear get the nut. People are getting so grossed out by this conversation, but... But it's like you know, and I, uh, I, I used, listen. I used to play three varsity sports in, in in college. I didn't have one ounce of of fat on me, and 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 now I I just you know I spend half my day on the stairmaster, and and I still nothing moves. I don't it's know scary. what it is. It's scary. Yeah. Uh, find your passion. Uh, focus and simplify. Take care of your relationships. Uh, your life partner. Happy family. Happy life. Uh, take care of your health. Take care of business. Trust God. I mean, these are some phenomenal chapter titles in this book. It, this was a fun book. Yeah. Put together. Yeah, it really was. And so ideally, this gets into someone's hands, and you're hoping for what kind of you know metamorphosis to happen? You know, in, encouragement. I'm 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 not a pastor. I'm not uh, Doctor Phil. I'm I'm the guy with ADD who literally tried everything. I'm the guy that got average scores on his uh, on his boards. I'm the guy who was six uh, six in junior high school, weighed 150 pounds, and was basically diaphanous. And and I uh, I, I just you know, as, as Conan O'Brien said, if the guy who used to read the celebrity birthdays on Entertainment Tonight is playing his grand piano around the world and people actually paid in to see, paid to get in to see that, you need to get your clarinet out of the closet and start practicing because anything can happen. I'm, I'm that guy. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who believes who believes in hard work, risk, and prayer. And that's one of the chapters in this book, one of the big chapters, which is it, we, we have forgotten how to risk, we are afraid of everything, and we don't pray anymore. And, and, and that was me for many, many years. And if you've got those big three, hard work, risk, and prayer, then you can do anything. And, and, and I'm, I'm living proof. You know, I mean, it's, I've done a lot of stuff, and I'm a very average person. Uh, Connie, I, I, I'm just wondering if there's any chance of us getting her for our Mother's Day special. You've been married 16 years now, is that it was 16? It'll be six, yeah, it'll be 16 on Saturday, Friday. Friday. Well, that's, I mean, happy anniversary, that's tremendous. She's still the alpha female that, that uh, <laughs> uh, the only, you know, you know, and I, and I went through years of therapy where the therapist actually told me, stop dating women that you can control. And I said, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah you took care you of that know. one. Yeah, I went. I went too far the other. And he even said to me, "He said you went too far the other way." <laughs> Enjoy that. Oh man. Well, listen. Just before we say goodbye to you, I mean, what what's in your your iPod these days as far as a, a book goes? What are you reading or listening to? I'm listening to John Ortberg's uh, "When the Game Is Over, It All Goes Back in the Box." Hmm. It is. Oh, it's genius. It's about why are we accumulating stuff? Why are we, you know, storing up all these treasures in this world where moth is going to destroy? You know. Uh, he, he's a very funny guy. He's a teacher from Willow Creek uh, Church. Uh, all of his books are great. Uh, if you want to get your feet wet, you got to get out of the boat. Is another one I'm listening to. But but uh, that one is a, is is a great one. And I have 
I have you know purpose-driven life uh, in, in there too, just always playing in my left ear. Nice. Are you still going to the Messianic Church? No, you know what? It sort of fell, fell. It sort of imploded, fell in on itself, and we've oh. all, we've all, we've all scattered. It's, it's tough to keep a church like that going, and and uh, there are like maybe fifty people there. But the, my my pastor left, and uh, he's working with us now. So he deals. He he helps me with my daily blog, uh, which is at johnteshblog.com, and he's uh, you know part of our our spiritual growth here in the in the office and every now and then he speaks Hebrew to us which is a lot, a lot of fun. Well the the uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the purpose driven radio thing that you've got going I mean it is it's huge. It has absolutely taken off. I was talking to Delilah a little is that a bad word? Should I say that word around you? Is that Oh no no I love Delilah. She yeah. she's taken this thing the way Yanni has where it's like as a, as a competition. But I mean I've been on Delilah's show a million times but we are we, we are opposite her in a couple of different markets so um, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely fine. Well, you, we, you, talk to, we talk to her next time and say that it's, it's, it's our desire to crush her. I'm just kidding. No, I I'm not that competitive. No, 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 no. Well, you two have just absolutely dominated the market. Absolutely dominated the market. So good for you. Uh, the John Tesh Radio Show, folks. Uh, you've won oh, countless awards, and uh, the whole Entertainment Tonight thing just seems to be so far in the past. I mean, uh, Yeah, it was, it, was, it was 12 years ago. My goodness, yeah, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, incredible book, John Tesh, Intelligence for Your Life. Of course, the John Tesh Alive music and dance CD, and then, of course, the DVD that goes along with that. You can go to his website, which is fairly simply tesh.com. Uh, you can get this book pretty much anywhere. And uh, I, I just want to thank you for doing what you're doing, the way you do it. I, I love your style. I really do. I, I just oh, think and, and right, right back at you. This is, I, I, I mean, it's great therapy for me, so thank you so much <laughs> oh, for letting great. me talk to you. I'm glad. That's right. You know too much about me. That's the problem. I know. You know? It, it is yeah. a little scary. Listen, John, live long and prosper, will you? Oh, yeah, thanks. I, I'm quoting a Klingon. I appreciate that. All right, mate. Good to chat. Well, there you go, folks. John Tesh. Nice to have him back again. He's a smooth guy. I like him. I like his style. He's got some class, a great sense of humor, and uh, boy, what an encourager he is. I get tired. I, just thinking about what he does, I get tired. Stay with us. Like what you've heard? Listen again online at drewmarshall.ca.